When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Time for the Ripco feature interview, and Murph, it's Anton Di Pasquale. Yes, it is. Uh, the young man from Melbourne who is doing great things at DGR. Uh, he was amazing in the last four rounds at Sydney Motorsport Park and I uh, got to have a chat to him uh, yesterday and ask him about how excited he is going into this weekend's Ripco Bathurst 1000. Yeah, it's pretty good. We get to race the, the cars five times in six weeks, which is... Um which is what we want to do. Obviously, we want to race. We had a big break there. So to do four weeks straight, even though I was at the one circuit, it was still very different each week and just being able to drive the car so much leading into you know, our biggest race and our most important races is quite good. Um, and then, yeah, and then we get to come to Bathurst two times in one year. So how lucky are we? Yeah, no, that, that's true. That is pretty good. Uh, bookings at Bathurst uh, for the championship um, is, is pretty special. Hey, you mentioned just a second ago about about the break. You know, um, you've had a you had a big long break between t- the last Townsville race and then Sydney Motorsport Park. Now, I, I sort of went back through all your results and and we're having a look at uh, races up to race nineteen before Sydney got underway. And you came out the gate at Sydney like you had started a new championship with the speed you had. What was it about? that break even though you know there's some good results in there prior to city motorsport park but nothing like the dominance really that you showed Mm -hmm. when you got to sydney what what happened during the break mate yeah it's interesting we went um at townsville we had obviously the two weeks there so we ran like a pretty different car week to week just learning for ourselves so first week we'll third in both races to the t8 guys that had pace on us but our race car was quite good um and then the next week we had a car which was qualified first and was fast in the shootout but didn't race that well so um yeah basically sort of learned from that and then had a bit of a chat you know and then i just sort of made a little wish list and said you know if i've got this this and that i reckon we've got a pretty good car um and then we rolled out at sydney and i pretty much had everything that i could ask for from a driver's point of view so from then it was just basically no excuses i had to do had to do the job because obviously the car was quite good and it sort of had everything i felt like i needed to drive it fast like it wasn't obviously easy to drive but once you're sort of feeling it and you're one with the car there's little things you can extract out of it so just all that sort of piece together um we had a pretty good four weeks we had a few races Mm. that um weren't ideal but the majority of it was awesome so yeah we sort of just rolled out obviously that that track does suit the car and has in the past but um i guess the best part of that was i think every week even though we rolled out strong I think everyone was improving and we were able to still improve um, as, mm. and especially onto the hard tyre. Our race wasn't that good, but like the speed to get out of the hard tyre and then still improve week on week and keep a gap, um, which was, was was quite cool. So myself and Ludo and the rest of the team were um, working good together and we're learning things and basically validating some of the stuff which we, we thought we needed to know. So And that's and that's what the whole first year is about. We're just basically understanding yeah. myself, the car, relationship, 
um, learning things. You're not going to get everything right, but once you sort of know what that recipe is, you're just trying to master that and make that work on every track, which is um, hopefully we've got a little bit of that now. We'll see that here possibly this week if we have some dry running and stuff, and then really the big test will probably be going to Newcastle uh, start of next year and see if that all translates to a street circuit. So it's going to be all like two years to you. I mean, um, I mean, it was a decent old break in between. I mean, it does take time to uh, learn you know, the idiosyncrasies of a, of a new car that, you know, an Aludo LaCroix car, which we know is, is pretty special and, and needs to be driven a certain way. And we know Scott McLaughlin mastered that uh, beautifully. And and this is um, very respectful. I mean, I, it felt, it looked like to me when you rolled back in at Sydney Motorsport Park at the start of that, I'm, you know, I hope you don't mind me saying, but you looked very Scott McLaughlin-like. No, I don't mind you saying he's he's pretty fast Kiwi, isn't he? He's a, won a few races and won a few things. So I've always said, like, obviously you want to have your own legacy and your own reason for people to know who you are. But if you're getting compared to, you know, someone like Scott, someone like yourself, Scafey, Jamie, anyone that's done well and you respect, obviously it's a good thing. So, yeah, well, I think, like, we use that um, time in the break to we didn't really do much stuff to the car, just kind of fine-tuned it. You know, obviously the boys done an amazing job preparing the car, so we rolled out with any niggly things that we're carrying in Townsville sort of sorted, um, and the car was spot on. And then at the same time, um, just spent a bit of time just understanding, you know, had that time to have a break and go, okay, as a driver, I need to do this, this, and this, yeah. and I'll be better myself. So it's yeah. it's one of those sports where you can't just, you know, you can't just sit back and go have a holiday and relax. So the whole time for three months, every night before yeah. the bed, I'm thinking, okay when i go to sydney i gotta do this i gotta do that and it's learning because it is a very different driving style um it's it suits my driving style but it's just extracting yeah. that and feel what i need when i need it and knowing what i'm looking for to make the car fast because that's very different team to team so just understanding all that spending a bit of time at norwell um and just and just thinking about it all yeah. and then working on that and then really it's just you know it's relationships and understanding and knowledge and once you feel what you need to go fast then just basically trying to translate that and get that every track yeah and and confidence is is the the single most powerful tool in the arsenal isn't it yeah confidence is good so once i sort of at sydney obviously three odd months out of the car we didn't do a test day or anything so once i did that first sort of lap and i felt what the car had and the strengths and you could feel it quite quickly and then it just mm. sort of gave it i'm like you said it gave me the confidence to push and push and push and then when you've got a car that sort of every time you push, it sort of gives you something back and you get response, you push a bit harder, then you get confidence and um, obviously you start working together and, and results come. So that's that's obviously what it takes in this sport. It's not it's so so difficult at the front and the, the competition is so high. So you need to be sort of on, on top of everything to get race wins against the guys in the field. Um, the, the the last four rounds at Sydney Motorsport Park, I mean, they, they threw everything at everyone. I mean, different uh, formats, different tyre combination weekends. Uh, the weather was, was pretty interesting yeah. stuff. Um, your car in the wet, though, um, where do you think you're at with that? I mean, the, the last the last qualifying session of, of um, the weekend was a was a pretty tough one for you. Is is uh is that something that you guys are sort of trying to maybe understand a little bit more or the other reasons why maybe uh you didn't get the best out of it in those in those wet conditions um a little bit of both yeah so our car was obviously really good on the on the soft tire um we were questionable whether we thought we were fast on a hard tire um we didn't really use it previously so we ticked that off so that was awesome and then the wet car the week or the two weeks before 
we're, and we got a pole in the wet and racing in, in, in second in that night race. So our wet car was all right. And then come that Sunday, we tried some a bit with the pressures. So we oh, missed the first um, run. So we'll, we'll know where. And then that's sort of when the most guys got their fast laps in. And then we came in, pitted, fixed all that up a bit. And then it was a bit wetter. Um, and then I was on a lap that would have put me probably fifth in that session. And I'd sprayed it. Yep. And I was in the grass and I come out and sort of did the same lap time. So, yeah, the lap time I actually qualified at was off the road at one point. So, yeah, our car, I, I don't think it's probably not as dominant as we were in the dry. But in the wet, it's always a hard thing to do. Um, but, yeah, we, we weren't completely out of the window it wasn't something like that we just i ultimately what cost has been in that shootout was was a mistake by me i locked the front straight off the road and dropped like over a second so yeah anyway that is the way it goes um hey are you are you looking back and reflecting on uh you know the the dnfs uh throughout the the season at all or are you just go you're just pushing them to one side and going they are what they are we move on is it is a little bit of you know, retrospect thinking, or it's just we're, we're focused on on twenty twenty two, and also obviously having a great finish to the year at Bathurst. Yeah, I think going into this year, um, thinking obviously you're trying to win a championship, you're trying to win the first race and all that kind of stuff, but probably going into this year, going we're going to win the championship or whatever is probably not super realistic and probably a little bit disrespectful to the other guys in the category. Obviously, you know, with Shane dominating this year and then cam was i was looking like he was probably going to be up there as well um jamie you know it's quite difficult to just walk in new team new car to yourself and go oh yeah no dramas we're going to do it it's just not i'm, I'm not realistic even though it has happened before um so it was always a learning year and we're going to just take that as a comes. but yeah like i think even with the dnfs like i probably would be around jamie in second maybe third around there but we still weren't going to be Shane this year so yeah, I mean, it's one of those things. You obviously look at it and go, "There's probably I'm probably more not disappointed in the championship result because, like I said, we weren't. No one was going to beat Shane this year. Um, he was he was so dominant. But there's probably a couple of race wins that have gone astray due to um, some DNFs that would have been nice to have. Um, okay, let's talk Bathurst. Uh, it's going to be a huge week when you get underway, and um, as as appearing to you and and, and Tony Delberto. Uh, how's that squaring up? Yeah, so um, it was quite cool. We obviously we elected not to test pre-SMP um, and use that so we could get Tony in the car and he spent most of the test day that we did at SMP um, in the car doing some race runs and some short runs and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then he also did the co-driver session and then as well did Super 2. So he's, he's been doing a heap of miles and he's been putting heaps of effort. So um, when we're rolling here, we're in the, in the best position we can be. Um, I, I guess the benefit is he's been with the team for many years also, so longer than myself and Will. So throughout the weekend, we'll be leaning on him for a bit of, you know, how does this feel? How does that feel? Is that normal? Is this normal? Because he's he's done it over the years. So it's cool to have him experience the team be, and be part of it all. Um, and, yeah, so far, everything's working quite well. Um, he fits he fits probably better in the car than he did with Fabs. Obviously, I'm not as tall as Fabs and yep. the rightful yep. and all that stuff. So I think he's quite excited that – you know, the pedal's in a position that is a bit easy for him to break and blip and he's not reaching as much. So I think he's quite excited for that as well. So how, what's going to happen? How's this week going to unfold, mate? Um, she is going to be very, very tough out, out there this week. You've got a champion elect who, um, you know, doesn't have to worry about uh, points anymore. Uh, what are you going to do to, what are you going to have to do 
to be on par and and or and or be better than um, SVG and Garth Tander this weekend. Yeah, it's a tough one because obviously they're red hot favourites. Um, won it last year, and obviously at the start of the year as well. So we, you know, it's hard to hard to say. Um, I think we had a relatively quickish car at the start of this year. wasn't super comfortable, yep. but original pole was sort of third, fourth thereabouts. Um, first sort of run with the team. So, and first run with the team at Bathurst is never a, probably the best place to start. It's obviously the most daunting track we go to and mm. the highest risk. So, a lot more understanding what we need to do. Obviously, there's going to be a heap of cars that are going to be fast. Um, these days, I think a fast car is what ultimately wins you the race, especially if it's dry. But you have to be there to be in the fight at the end. So that's sort of the first goal. Obviously, get through qualifying, you know, hopefully make the street out and all that fun stuff. But ultimately, just be part of that lead pack um, come Sunday afternoon when it's time to strike and see what we got.